Hello, hello. Welcome to the Campfire Story Podcast. I am your host, Trey Settles. And today, uh, we're just going to be going over, you know, a little story that I have for you uh, from when I was about nine years old. I was acting a fool. This has to pertain uh, to one of my three babysitters that I had. Uh, None of them lasted except for one. One had the gig for about six years. Uh, She was a strong, strong warrior, if you would. Uh, so Ashley, shout out to Ashley, uh, great babysitter, great babysitter. So let me, let me just dive in to this little story here for you. All right. For all the listeners, if you're on your commute, I hope this brings you a little chuckle. Uh, if you're just listening in, you're sure to laugh. Trust me. If you're in the middle of the Starbucks and you spit up your coffee, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. Uh, so this story is, uh, my one babysitter who we're going to leave unnamed at this time. We're going to call her no name. Uh, she was about 13 years old. I was around nine years old. My brother was around seven. And my youngest brother was around five years old. Uh, we were some <laughs> some sneaky little children, okay? We did not like our babysitters. We made it our mission to bring our babysitters harm in some way. And I know that sounds terrible, but, you know, you got to learn how to control children, babysitters. I don't have any sympathy. Uh, none for you at all. Be stern, all right? Sit them little kids in timeout. Give them a little pluck to the forehead. They'll be all right. So my babysitter, uh, she was awesome. I mean, she would bring us to the zoo. She would bring us outside and play. She played basketball with us for hours. Uh, great babysitter. Uh, did a lot of cool things. And this particular day, you know, me and my brothers had preemptively decided that we were going to tie my babysitter to a chair. And you, you might be wondering, you know, how does a nine-year-old seven-year-old and a five-year-old tie a 13-year-old teenager to a chair? And the answer is quite simple. I was a massive child. I was nine years old, but I was a bowling ball with a little head, okay? So I had a lot of weight. Uh, my middle brother, Aaron, he was, he was a little chunky monkey. He was holding some weight, too, so we throw our weight around. And then my youngest brother, Cam, was like a spider monkey, and he'd just come in, and he was like a hawk, and he was like, ah! he'd grab you. You know what I mean? And it was, it was a great little combination we had going there. And we knew this. So basically, uh, earlier that morning, I had my brothers go on a mission to the garage. You know, I don't know about, about you guys, but the garage was always a mystery for me. There's a lot of treasures in there. And so they go in there. They get bungee cords and rope and tape. My dad's like an inventive, creative type of person with you know woodwork and outdoorsy stuff. So we had tons of that in the garage laying around for some strange reason, uh, and my mission was, was pretty clear, you know, it was to be convincing, when I was younger, I was a little bit of a liar, so I would lie my way into things and out of things, and so at this point in time, I'd tell Melissa, I'm like, hey, you know, there's something in the kitchen I want to show you, and before that, I had taken a chair that was in the dining room, I put it smack dab in the middle of the dining room, and I'm like, yeah, 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 come here, I'm like, I gotta show you something, and she, she comes in there, oh! so dumb why would you go into the kitchen there's nothing in there for you you should have told me no sit down uh and so she walks in there and i'm like oh must sit in the chair like i have a surprise for you oh shoot i revealed her name melissa Sersha, if you are listening i'm sorry we didn't mean to you know but you were a trooper because you came back even after this story is over you know uh so so she sits down in the chair she's like oh trey what is it? i'm like you know you should really close your eyes before she had gotten in there, I had my brothers hide 
behind this little lip that we had in our dining room is kind of like an upside down L that was cut out that separated the dining room and the kitchen. And they, you could hide right behind the lip and nobody would see you if you were just looking straight. We had the lights turned off in there, so it was pretty dark. Uh, so they're sitting there in secret giggling like seven-year-olds and five-year-olds do. And so she closes her eyes. Why? I have no clue. Anything could happen to her. Uh, I could have been throwing pie at her. Uh, could have released my dog on her. You know, whatever it may be. And so... I, as soon as she closes her eyes, I'm like, get her! I grab her by her arms, my brothers come popping up behind the thing, they tie her legs up really quick, like, if you ever watch Cowboys tie cattle, it was really like that, like, they just got in there real quick, lassoed her up, and she couldn't move, she's squirming, she's laughing, she's like, oh, boy, stop! And then, you know, at some point, panic starts to set in, and Melissa has gone from laughing to, like, uh, oh, shoot, these boys ain't playing, and so I, I got her arms down, and Aaron and Cameron, they come up, they tie her arms to the chair, so at this point, she's completely restrained, and then, you know, my youngest brother, Cameron, was, he was a troubled child, uh, he, he really, uh, decided to take this thing up a notch, why, I don't know, uh, and put a piece of tape over Melissa's mouth, <laughs> and it was awesome. I was so hyped. I was like, let's go. I'm like cheering on the crowd, hyping them up. There's no crowd, people. There's just me and my brothers and a tied-up girl in a chair who's older than us. Uh, so we leave her there. She's freaking out. She's, she's like trying to say let me out, but it just won't come out because there's tape over her mouth. We kind of feel bad, but not really because at this point, the chair has been tipped over. She's on the floor like rolling around basically with the chair. Uh, it was just really awkward for everybody. And then at some point, me and my brothers realized, hey, um, we did this kind of late in the day. My dad's coming home in like 15 minutes. So we kind of start panicking. Uh, at this point, it's not funny anymore. But we can't untire because then that would like take us like 10 minutes. We put a lot of rope on her at this point. Then we knew she'd be mad. We'd probably get in trouble. So we just go into our rooms. I have my own room. I'm so scared, I literally push my desk up against my door so that if my dad comes home, he can't just barge in there. It's going to take him some effort, you know, which was not a great idea because it was clearly going to piss him off. But that's for a later part of the story. Uh, my brothers go in their room. They do whatever they're doing. I'm pretty sure they just went to sleep because they knew that I was going to get the beating uh, because they're the youngest. Uh, so I'm sitting there on my bed kind of freaking out at this point. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My dad's, my dad's gonna kill me. You know, you know when you're like really frantic and you're scared of your parents, you just start really freaking out. You're like, I just don't know. I'm like in full cry before my dad even comes to the house, and it's really something else. So my, I'm sitting there quiet on my bed, and all of a sudden I hear, boys. My dad is finally home, and he was highly upset. He sees Melissa on the floor. She's crying at this point, so it's a whole nother thing. My dad's, boys, if you don't get your asses out of here now, I'm in my room freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, please don't kill us. <laughs> you know that little cry that you get when you're little because you can't control your emotions? It was classic. It was absolutely classic. My dad, he comes, he's like, Trey, open your door. He's trying to like get into the door because I got my desk pushed up all the way up, and he's like, 
he's got one arm in the door at this point. I'm like, boy, you know what I'm gonna do to you when I get in this, when I get inside this room. And I'm like, <laughs> if you get inside this room, you know. <laughs> at this point, I'm being kind of like, kind of like, hey, you can't get in, can you? <laughs> you, you can't get in, can you? Uh, so he's he's all upset and he's hot and bothering, and I'm just like. God, when he gets in this door, I actually, my I'm sitting, I'm sitting there on my hands and knees saying the Lord's Prayer, like, Father, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be a bad kid. I'm in full cry at this point. It's it's hilarious. So he finally gets in the door. He grabs me by my little collar. And he's like, what is wrong with you? If you don't get out there now and apologize. And see, this this is the thing that my dad did. He would play with me. He would play games. He would allow me to go on for like hours without getting beat before I finally got the punishment. So I'd forget about it and then it'd be worse. He's like a, just playing Jedi mind tricks with me the whole time. And so I go out there and I apologize. I'm sorry, Melissa. I'm so sorry. And then my brothers got to come out there and they're crying because because they see me crying. And it's this whole big ordeal. Then my dad goes, go in your room. Get a belt off the door, lay it on the bed, and wait for me. I'm like, oh, shit. It is really a problem now, my friends. So I know I'm going to get beat, but my dad is so smart that he waits 30 minutes before he even comes in the room. I'm literally crying for 30 minutes before I've even been hit. Then he gets in there grabs the belt, whips me like three good times. Honestly, before it was way worse. That The hits didn't hurt that bad. I was being dramatic. But I will tell you that that pain I felt before I even got hit was the worst pain. I had made it all up in my mind. I was It was literally like I was on fire. Like, ah, my legs are falling off. There's nobody in the room. It's just me. I'm just crying. Uh, so this, that time right there just taught me this. <laughs> Tie up your babysitter. <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in be sure to come back next week uh we're gonna have a special guest on the podcast and uh we look forward to hearing from you and getting your feedback thank you so much bye